Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. Guys, I am here with director Melissa Vitello. We're going to be talking about Abigail, which comes out uh, on demand and streaming December 5th, which is tomorrow. Uh, basic, basic synopsis. A young girl, teenager, her mom uh, moves her from California to Alabama. The girl, Abigail or Abby, uh, she's been through kind of a rough patch and mom wants to change the scenery, you know, yada, yada. We've, we've been there. We've heard it. We know but there's such a twist. It's an incredible twist. I gasped out loud. I went, Oh my God. (laughs) So (laughs) basically they move in. She befriends uh, the neighbor kid, Lucas, and you know, it's heartwarming or is it? She becomes his protector and she takes that protection kind of to a little bit of a crazy level, but let's jump in. It's based in the seventies, which I thought was kind of cool. It's written by uh, Gunnar Garrett. Do you know what the decision, why why the 70s? Was it no cell phones, no internet? What was the decision there? Yeah, I mean, I think at first, um, I had come in a little bit later in the process, but I think at first he he wanted the script to be more like 70s vibed. Um, but I wanted to go all the way 70s. And I think that, I think by the time like I came in, the, the draft was really like more set in the 70s, but I was like, no, this is really where it needs to be. Um, yeah, because a lot of the situations that they're in, like, we didn't want there to be any sort of excuse for them. Like she couldn't be able to like, you know, t- I won't spoil it, but like, we don't want, we don't want to see her like texting certain people um, and being able to have the communication that a lot of kids are able to have today. I think it would have made the story too easy. Um, whereas it, it kind of set the stakes a little bit higher um, in the setting. Um, and like playing in the seventies is, is fun. Um, I, I love the idea of just like the aesthetic that we could play with and um, using certain devices was a lot of fun to do. All right. I mean, just the wardrobe itself. And oh my God, the VW little, I don't know if it was a camper bus, but the VW bus, yeah. I was back into childhood, like <laughs> real quick. <laughs> we got so lucky with that bus. <laughs> well, it plays, a, it, it plays a pretty important part. And I think yeah. I agree like a hundred percent because I don't think this is a spoiler because we know that Lucas gets bullied, but there's a part where he's basically getting his butt kicked. If it was, you know, a 2023 theme, uh, people would be recording. Uh, no, there'd be cameras. Like, yeah, right. No, and and it gives it, it gives the, you know the characters involved. It gives them the the impetus to to fight rather yeah. than yeah. So I think that's I'm on board with that decision. Like, yeah, as you're watching it, you can feel like I wasn't paying attention all the way. So in the first few minutes, I'm like, why is why is Abby wearing, why is she wearing that? That's kind of weird. You know, oh, she must be one of these oh, hipster kids. Oh, kid. like, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You had 99.9% of my attention. Now you have 110% because I'm like, <laughs> it gets harder. It gets harder. And I've recently, just a tangent, I've been covering a lot of films that are being re-released from like the 70s. Oh, and oh cool comparatively like your film to that film I can't tell it's not like I love hearing that (laughs) every nail on the head oh we didn't even go down the the roster (laughs) it stars uh Ava Cantrell as Abby Trent Brown as Lucas Hermione Lynch uh plays Abby's mom Eve Karima Westbrook plays Donna Lucas's mom it also has Rob Gore and Yanni Walker I say because I don't want to spoil nothing (laughs) (laughs) all right 
but it's just, it's a wild, I know that your background or your loves, it says it's like horror thrillers. So this seems like it was directly up your alley. So you get the script and you go, absolutely. I'm, I'm in. Oh yeah. Yeah. When they handed me the script, I was like, this is, this is right up my alley. This is definitely something that I would love to do. Um, I, I love, like I was, always into CW shows. Like I was a big vampire diaries fan for a long time. I love Quentin Tarantino. He's one of my favorite directors and the script had so many elements that were like all of the fun parts of YA fiction and like teen romance, but then also all of the like quirky violence and like in like big event fun of Tarantino-esque kind of things. Um, So it was a lot of fun for me to play with and like find that balance between like, let's like dive into that teen thrillery YA fiction, like what is so appealing about that, but then also like, how can we have some, a lot of fun here um, and make it like surprising and not overkill, but like really hit those, those surprising moments. Good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wanted to say that it was a fun movie, but I didn't want to sound like a psychopath because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think it's fun. I hope it's fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun, but it's I mean, it's got heavy moments, but even then it's not like you don't get like yanked out of it where you're like, oh, I didn't. Now I'm not into it. No, it's it all like works together. And it is like reminiscent, like you said, uh, Quentin Tarantino, where absolutely nothing really can be going on. But then all of a sudden, hello, uh, things are swinging, things are, you know, dishing. And all of a sudden, he, you know, he's having to hose himself off and you're like, what happened? Oh, oh, my God. It's just like it keeps you off balance in just the most delicious way. Good. Uh, I love to hear that. I'm glad that it, it landed that way for you. It is a fun film. I don't care if I sound like a crazy person. But the one thing I really I'm a mom. So, like, I got like I got got <laughs> because you have one teen's mom is just neglectful. She just really has no clue what her child is up to half the time. And when she thinks she knows what they're up to, she's pissed off about it. And the other mother knows exactly what they're doing every second of the day. The mother knows what's going on in that teen's brain. And it was kind of like this little, I don't know if we're supposed to watch our kids more now (laughs) are we supposed to back off I don't what's the message for for us moms out here but I think it was just yeah it was just like a really cool difference to see between like the two parenting styles I guess yeah yeah I mean that's a (laughs) that's a really good question um I mean I think it's interesting just with Abby and uh Lucas's relationship like they they do have moms that are kind of similar in like their trauma and what's deep down and that in, you know, a very twisted way does bring them together, even though they do seem very opposite. There's, there's at the core, this, this familiarity between them that pulls them together. Um, And I think, uh, I mean, for the, the mom part of it, I really, I, I think like what it comes down to like with, with the core of those two characters is that, um, you know, they both just had, a a wound and a trauma that they weren't able to overcome. They weren't able to like see past it in different, very different ways. But because of that, both of their kids went kind of the same direction um, from different kinds of trauma that they weren't able to just like 
heal or overcome or conquer. Um, you know, I won't give too much away, but you know, Eve's character really kind of does everything that she can and gives and gives and gives. Um, while Lucas's mom's character, um, Karima's character, um, kind of doesn't give anything. Um, but there's, there's some, there's a familiar, uh, effect that it has on both of their kids. Right. Well, and for both, for both moms, there's a living, breathing reminder of their trauma right in front of their faces. Like, yeah. every, so yeah. kind of, I mean, you feel for the moms. Well, maybe not Donna so much because she's a, she's a mom. <laughs> <laughs> but you do feel for him, especially uh, Abby's mom, Eve, because like you said, she knows she's seen it. She's tried and she's walking a really fine line between going overboard or doing too much and, you know, losing her daughter in one sense or another, or just drinking and closing her eyes. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Thanks for the existential crisis, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> right. Well, God forbid. I mean, nobody should ever have to be in the situation of either of the moms. But uh, no, it... And, like you said before, it's like the kids, that's the basis, like for me, at least as a viewer, that was like the story was Lucas and Abby. Yeah. Extra. <laughs> but what it really boiled down to, oh my God, not to talk about the twist again, but the twist, <laughs> something so like small or random, like, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but she gave him something. Let's just mm-hmm. say she gave him something that was important to her, but yes. for her, it was like giving it to Lucas's like, Hey, you're my bud. I want you to have this. Not mm-hmm. knowing him, not knowing how important, important, very important that gift is. It's, and that was just like, Oh, <laughs> pay attention to the, the small things in your, you know, in your friendships or in your relationships, because they could be really, really important one day. Mm-hmm. You, don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Well, I love it. And it comes out uh, tomorrow, December 5th. I think everybody should watch it. It's got, I like that it's a, a YA feel because you could let your teens watch it. There's not really any, I always spell it out, but there's not really an, any SEX. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it is pretty clean in that, in that aspect. It is clean. In, well, yeah, in that aspect. Cussing <laughs> is not so bad so I feel like if your teen is like uh, responsible or mature enough I think they could watch it if they're into like you know uh, slashers if they're into like thrillers like that I think it would be okay so it's a nice like age range like your grandma might want to watch it <laughs> and you're <laughs> maybe <laughs> but I, I don't know I think it's really cool because it's kind of more accessible or approachable or whatever so yeah I really tried to hit the teen audience and like that you know from from the the teenage audience to like even the you know 20s later 20s audience of just that theater going crowd of you know you want something fun to go out on a friday night and see and have a good have a good ride right you've got your popcorn and your yeah you know at certain points that's cool that's fun yeah but i really enjoyed it <laughs> so good i'm so glad thank you but it comes out uh tomorrow december 5th what is up next for you miss melissa 
Um, I have a few different things. Um, the biggest thing that I'm working on right now is I, uh, I wrote a feature that's in development, um, and set to be shot hopefully early next year. Um, but it is a paranormal horror film about past life regression. Um, so it is also about three young people who lose their best friend and, find out that their friend was experimenting in uh, with doing like past life regression hypnotherapy. And in that they ended up bringing something from the past into the present and they have to Ooh. figure out how to mend their relationships in a certain sense um, in order to close certain doors. So I'm very excited about that. And um, hopefully that will be going into production pretty early next year. That sounds really cool. I mean, talk about the sins of your past, you know? Very much, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> I like to dive into trauma. I don't know. <laughs> You're working out. Something. Yeah, yeah, I'm working something out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, that sounds really cool. Did you, um, were you kind of sidelined by the, the strike and everything? Or did you stay busy and just saying that it'll boil over? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Um, you know, I didn't really have anything going into production at the time. So it was kind of just a good time to buckle down and work on my writing um, and get this script that we're going to be doing next year pretty finalized and, you know, focus on on other creative things and, and you know, side hustle work from home. So <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't hit me too hard. You're like, oh, we're striking. Well, fine. I didn't have anything going on anyways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. Can people can people follow the film or follow you on social media? Yeah, I am on Instagram mostly, and I'm at um, Melissa Makes Movies. It's Aww. Melissa underscore uh, Melissa underscore Makes underscore Movies. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram. It's probably the best platform where I post the most. Um, also, if uh, business side, I'm on LinkedIn as well, um, where I'm always looking to meet new filmmakers. That's right. Or according to your bio, commercials and music videos. <laughs> <laughs> or if you would like to hire me to help you with your commercial music video. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> That's adorable. I want I want people to know, first of all, you're adorable anyways, but Melissa makes movies. Come on. <laughs> I had to find something that was like MMM. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Nice. But not like a multi-level marketing. <laughs> no, not a pyramid <laughs> No, no, <laughs> not like that. Well, the film is amazing. It's called Abigail. You can go watch it tomorrow on demand stream. Thank you for joining me. It's been amazing. Oh my God, thank you for having me. This is lovely. Absolutely. We'll come back and talk. Uh, we'll talk past sins and past lives next Love year. Next year. Let's do it. That's right. Let's do it. Have a happy holiday, whatever you celebrate. And thank you. You as well. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Odd Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Odd Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit oddimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org.
She knows the poison pulling me. She knows all about the drug. I plagiarize all my apologies, and they still want enough. I know, I know, I know that I should let her go, but I don't, I don't, I don't seem to be in control. 